Hi everyone, you're listening to Latinas with Masters podcast. Like and subscribe and comment down below. Thank you for listening. Latinas with Masters podcast is a culturally minded podcast created to inspire, empower, and educate nuestra comunidad and future generation leaders navigate the hard knocks of higher education. Hosted by me, Christina Rodriguez, founder and creator of Latinas with Masters, MBA graduate and future doctora pursuing my doctorate degree in educational leadership and on a mission to master diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the spaces we all live, work, and learn all while embracing and preserving nuestra cultura. Like and subscribe and follow Latinas with Masters on all social platforms. Thank you for listening to Latinas with Masters podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Christina, founder of Latinas with Masters and your host of the Latinas with Masters podcast. Season one has come to an end. It took me a minute to close out the season. I took a little break. Um, it's just been a crazy ass 2021. I'm pretty sure everybody can kind of relate to that. Um, but what a journey it has been. If you were to tell me that I was going to be in a doctoral program, create an online community and create a podcast during a pandemic, I would be like, yeah, right. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Like I had none of this planned, winged it a little bit on certain, um, on certain moves here. Um, the doctoral program took a little bit of planning, of course, but everything else was just my gut, my vision, my dream. Um, and I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And in all honesty, my program, um, the online platform, the podcast, this was my therapy, y'all. This was my self-care. This was my self-love. This is um, my way to connect with, you know, everyone and the people that I wanted to learn, you know, more about their academic journey. And it was my own sense of belonging in this society. Um, it, it honestly, like this has been such an amazing journey. And I, 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 I didn't know if I wanted to like proceed with more podcast guests for season one. Um, I think now that I got the flow of it, you know, um, I started to really think about the intention of the Latinas with Masters podcast and, you know, open it up uh, to more diverse groups. And, um, you know, I just decided to end season one with like a final reflections um, episode because We've been through a lot together. There's been quite a few things happening in the media and in, in healthcare, in our program, in the university, in higher education, in the Latino community. I mean, it's just it's been a lot the, these last um, these last 12 months um, since I started the podcast for sure. Um, so, you know, to recap, I've met some badass people along the way who I now consider uh, my family, close friends, um, and it's all through the power of community, which I absolutely love. 
So I wanted to do like a quick little recap of the episodes that you can go back to and listen to on season one. Um, you know, first and foremost, I do want to thank all my guests who were part of the Latinas with Master podcast, everybody who's reached out that wanted to be on the podcast, um, my upcoming guests for season two. I mean, there's, I'm definitely, you know, um, there's a lot to be thankful for. So I do want to thank uh, everybody who was a guest on my podcast. But most of all, I definitely want to thank uh, the listeners, um, those who support my podcast, um, the podcast. I feel like this is your podcast as well. Um, so I do want to thank everybody for your love and support um, in supporting the podcast. Uh, so just to give you a little recap of the episodes, um, I actually have 11 episodes. This is episode 12 that I'm ending on. And uh, episode one was about, um, episode one is with uh, Doctora Lorena. Oh my God. Like when I saw her page, I was like, when I got admitted to my program, um, in my doctoral program and I saw her shirts that said future doctora, I immediately like purchased it. I started seeing people wear the swag. Um, I got to know doctora Lorena just, you know, offline. And I was like, what a perfect, um, guest to have, you know, as my first guest on the Latinas with Masters podcast, because I actually already was doing a podcast called Your Marketing Homegirl. And I was giving, you know, marketing tips and business tips and just how to be like a boss ass bitch. Right. And then I get into my doctoral program and I'm like, hold up a second. Here's another type of uh, storytelling that I can, that I can provide, you know, not just about my experiences, but about everybody else's experiences, navigating higher education, um, as a first generation student, or, um, if you migrated into this country or whatever your story is, like I have another platform that I can also provide, you know, um, these stories to. And so that's why I created the Latinas with Masters podcast is to basically, give you information that, you know, um, graduate school is not going to tell you, your professors are not going to tell you for whatever reason, right? But I'm here to uh, tell you and, and, and help you and along with everybody on my podcast um, to help you guys navigate higher education. So Dr. Lorena is definitely a gem uh, on episode one to listen to. Uh, she talks about, you know, um, living a purposeful life, um, motherhood in academia, as well as her brand of doctorahood um, and the Esperanza culture. And so please, if you have an opportunity, go back to season one. I am a rookie at the podcast game, um, you know, during the time um, when I started this podcast, uh, again, a little bit with your marketing homegirl, but, you know, transitioning into more of the higher education topics. Um, so, I, I definitely loved and still cherish, you know, that particular uh, episode. And so thank you so much to Doctora Lorena. Shout out to her. Uh, you can follow her at Doctora Hood um, on Instagram. And then episode two, you know, I decided to work on my particular, um, to provide housing education tips because I do work in the housing um, industry. I'm actually a marketing manager. Um, in housing. And so I just wanted to share my experience. I wanted to share, you know, how I got into the business and, um, you know, how to look for housing as a college student 
And so I was already doing housing education workshops for universities and nonprofit organizations. Um, And so I decided to, why not do it as a podcast, right? And so I created the podcast um, or that episode with that intention. Um, So let me know for episode two, if that's something that you would like to expand more, I do give a little bit of those um, information or, or tips throughout the Instagram platform, um, as well as the other platforms as well. But, you know, I try not to have it dominate, um, because I know that, um, you know, it, it is a graduate guide that I'm providing. But at the same time, you know, housing is a big part of it, right? You can't, decide if you want to go to a master's program or to a particular college if you don't have your housing secured right or you can't secure housing if you don't know where you're going to go to college right and so again I know I preach this a lot but I'm very passionate about that um and so I'm here to be your ally I'm here to help you out any type of housing questions that you guys have please feel to reach out but episode two um has you know housing education um it's an episode dedicated to housing education And then uh, episode three is with Dr. Erika Montes, um, and she is an OBGYN, um, and she talks about her journey into the medical field and how she decided um, to get into the healthcare industry, um, educating our Latinx community with access to healthcare and medicine. And so um, she is the founder of the Maron Mujer. It's a blog. um, And Man, we we go deep on that one too, because you know, she was definitely giving us reminders of like, hey, we got to do our pap smear, we have to do our annual breast exam, you know, we have to do this, we have to do that. And we sometimes neglect ourselves, you know, not intentional. Sometimes it is access to healthcare, but sometimes when we do have um health healthcare services, you know, we're afraid to make those appointments or we put everything else, you know, on the back burner and we don't take care of ourselves, right? Um, Because we think it, it, for whatever reason, in our mind, it's selfish, right? So we have to stop being selfish and definitely take care of our mental health, of our health, um, you know, in general. And so she definitely gives us, um, you know, some very important, um, very important advice, you know, to, to consider when we want to talk about um, our own, our own, you know, health. Uh, so that was episode three. And then episode uh, four is with my Bay Area homegirl, uh, Chess with Yvonne. Um, Yvonne is the master of um, public speaking. She masters the arts of public speaking. And let me tell you that this girl is on point with the tips and the advice and just things that we can just be mindful for when we're talking you know, the pauses and the ums and, you know, and I do that a lot, don't get me wrong, but I feel like now that she brought it to my attention and just looking at her TikToks and some of the um, advice that she gives, I'm more mindful about that. And so uh, definitely check out episode four uh, with Chats with Yvonne. You can follow her on Chats with Yvonne on Instagram and TikTok, but, you know, um, I definitely developed a friendship with her. Like she's just a down to earth person. Um, So please, you know, listen to this episode if, you know, you want to just be more confident in the way that you do public speaking, rather that's at, you know, business meetings or at school when we have to do those presentations, right, in class, or even the way that you talk to professors or, you know, employers or whoever, you know, just uh, be mindful in the way that you sound when you're talking to someone, you know, definitely be authentic. I'm not saying to be someone that you're not, but, you know, just 
be confident when you talk to someone, when you're asking um, for something or creating awareness for something. And um, Chats with Yvonne definitely gives us, you know, um, those types of tips. And I'm already hearing myself saying, um, 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 right? So again, it's those things that just to be mindful for. And then episode five is with another homegirl of mine, uh, Kelly Diane. Um, her Instagram handle is the real Kelly Diane. And we talk about uh, building her empire. She also uh, received her master's degree. Um, she's from Pasadena, so she's from Southern California. But I met her through a mutual friend of ours um, who works in the housing industry as well, in multifamily is what they call it. Shout out to Marina. And um, she introduced us because we were going to attend a conference. And she was like, hey, I have a friend. I think you guys would like totally, you know, hit it off. And you know, we're going to hang out together. I'm going to be working, but you know, if you want somebody to hang out with. And so I was like, yeah, for sure. And oh my God, we like bonded immediately. We both have podcasts and we're empowering women. And it was just like, literally like my sister, like she is just straight. Like she wore her heart on a sleeve, a very, you know, um, good hearted person. Um, she has her own purse line, her own brand that she's building up as well. Um, it's, it's, it's there. It's not even that it's building up. Like she has a brand, um, that's there and it's, uh, Kelly Diane. Uh, so definitely check her out, um, on her Instagram page and, um, just hit her up, you know, if you wanted to, uh, purchase any of her items. Um, but I know she definitely has a nice collection coming up as well. And then, uh, the episode six is with, um, Gabriela and I met her through, um, another mutual friend, um, actually, she actually knows my cousins and I actually, you know, wanted to interview her for your marketing homegirl podcast because she is a business owner. She started her own jewelry line. Um, it's called Arveli Jewelry. And in talking to her, she was like, oh yeah, I'm about to go, you know, live in Germany, like super nonchalant. Um, I'm going to go study abroad. I'm going to go back to get my master's. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. What? No, no, no. You need to be on my Latinas with master's podcast um, episode. And so that's how I met Gabriela. And that is another badass woman. I mean, talk about a woman that is determined. Um, she studied abroad for her undergrad at, in Germany and was, you know, and just had goals to be like, I'm going to come back here and get my master's. I'm going to find a way I'm going to look for scholarships and tuition. And however, I need to fund my education to come back to Germany. I'm going to do it. So if you're interested in studying abroad, um, definitely check out Gabriela. I also have another friend who studied abroad. Um, so if you are interested in that aspect of, you know, um, attaining a degree or going for a semester, um, I would be more than happy to bring my other friend along as well. Um, uh, cause she studied abroad in, uh, Mexico city. And so she got her master's over there as well. So again, that is the episode of all study abroad entrepreneurship, um, you can follow uh, Gabriela at Arveli Jewelry um, on Instagram. And then uh, episode seven is with Arlette Molina. She's a licensed marriage family therapist. Um, you can follow her at arlette.molina.lmft. And with her, we talk about motherhood and increasing uh, mental health access also to the um, Latinx community. And, um, you know, her journey is different, right? She actually was a mother during her undergrad. And so we talk about motherhood, motherhood during, um, 
you know, her attaining her degree. And if you are familiar with becoming a licensed uh, marriage family therapist or a therapist, you have to complete around 3000 hours, right? If not more. And so imagine like being a mother, going to school and then still having to, to volunteer your time to um, attain these hours to become a licensed therapist. And so I definitely um, experienced this through my sister, who's also um, a licensed marriage family therapist. And I just remember her also, um, you know, just volunteering her time, but then also, you know, having to do uh, the the work hours that you need towards the 3000 hours for that particular uh, segment of your uh, degree. And so Again, that is a very dedicated degree. It's, it's not as simple as just getting a bachelor's or a master's degree. There's continued education and continued hours and investment and patience. And she definitely uh, provides us with, you know, um, her experience and information that she shared along the way with how she attained it. So if you're interested in therapy, clinical psychology, psychology, um, that is definitely the episode uh, to be listening to with um, Arlette. Um, and then the next episode, um, episode eight, is with uh, Eden, uh, Edena Kelly. Um, you can uh, hit her up on Instagram, Edena Kelly R. And I actually met her because I was a podcast guest on her platform called Bienestar. Um, with Ali and I, I'm, I apologize. I'm not familiar with the other, um, individual that does the, the bienestar, but there are a group of, um, people who just talk about your bienestar, right? Your mental health, your well being um, in the Latinx community. And so, oh my God, they're beautiful people. I mean, very genuine, you know, always willing to help out and, and educate the community and just, Eden, it has more of a finance background. And so I wanted to have her on the guest on as a guest, because that is probably one of the things that I always get asked for is, you know, um, how do I fund my education? Or, you know, I feel guilty going back to school because I have to, you know, acquire more student loans or more, you know, um, more debt, which by all means, yes, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely in the same boat. You know, I have a different mindset when it comes to that. But Irene, you know, definitely gives us, um, you know, how as individuals we can look within ourselves on on what we considered valuable, right? When it comes to education, are you willing to make that investment or just change your mindset? Yeah, you don't want student loans or you don't want to be in debt, you know, or you don't want to carry on your parents' financial you know, trauma or history into yours, then change that, you know? And so again, I learned from that particular um, episode myself because I started investing and I started, you know, being more intentional with how I spend my money and save my money and opening up a 529 for my kids for their college education. And so that is also a gem, financial wellness. Um, if you want to go back and listen to Edeni Kelly, um, that is something that I would definitely recommend. Um, and uh, it's something that I will be sharing more about because it's not something that I share enough. And it's definitely, again, the, probably the most uh, question that I get on the Latinas with Masters platform is about how do I finance you know, my education? And so um, I'm definitely gonna be more intentional with that. Um, with the information that I provide you guys. And then episode nine um, is another homegirl of mine. Um, 
Paulina, and um, she is the founder of Eres Una Maravilla, and she provides us um, information about entrepreneurship, and um, and she's also a college professor and a researcher. And we talked a lot with her, you know, when I met her, she was just like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling my master's program. Like I hated it. Like I wasn't really digging it. And like, I just love all the authenticity and the rawness that she brought to it because I felt the exact same way. Um, and I was almost like, not ashamed to bring it up, but I was just like, should I be bringing this up? Like, is this normal? Like, you know, are other, you know, people feeling the same way that I'm feeling? Is it just me? Um, and so I, I love that conversation as well, because it's definitely about um, creating our, our own sense of belonging, you know, and what does that look like for us? And it's different for everyone, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I invite you to also listen to Paulina, because she also has um, a lot of good gems that we talk about, um, as well as... Um, the research that she was doing at the time. And I apologize if I don't know if she's still doing it because I know sometimes research, you know, there's a deadline to, to when the research um, needs to proceed in the process. But, um, you know, talking about the, um, how your parents as, as women, right? As a Latina, um, Latinx, how does your parents talk to you about, you know, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like sexual health or, the menstrual cycle or, you know, just that whole conversation. And believe me, my conversation was very different. My conversation was don't get pregnant at 15, don't get pregnant or you're going to get kicked out. Like that was my birth control was fear. Right. Um, it worked, right. I didn't have my kids until after undergrad, but still it's something that I remember. Do I want to have that same conversation with my daughter? Probably not, you know, and so I'm definitely changing the way in which I also communicate that particular information um, to my daughter. And I can tell you right now that she's eight years old and she knows about, you know, getting your period and the menstrual cycle, you know, at, at what an eight-year-old should know, you know, of, of how she retains that information. But it's more than what I knew at eight years old, because at eight years old, I had no idea about getting your period or a menstrual cycle or none of that. So. Um, you know, again, I invite you to listen to Paulina and shout out to her because she custom made my Latinas with master's earrings. I did a TikTok on it. Um, and so, and I also bought a necklace with my daughter's name on it that says Giselle and I gifted it to my daughter for Christmas and she loves it. So I'll definitely share, um, the necklace on my Instagram, but, um, shout out to Paulina because, you know, i I definitely feel like I earned another, um, I gained another hermana, you know, um, on this journey. And the next one, uh, episode 10 is with, uh, Cristal Flores and, um, you can see her or follow her at Latina sociologist. And we talk about, um, you know, her, her journey was also, you know, uh, very empowering because she talks about always becoming, you know, always becoming, you know, um, a better hermana, hija, amiga, you know, someone that you can count on and rely on you know, um, and so, and, and that resonated with us, with me a lot too, because, you know, I feel like we're always doing that. We're always becoming something. We always need to like prove somebody and be somebody and become something, um, for whatever reason in our journey, right. That, that kind of provided that, that particular motivation. And so, um, 
I appreciated the conversation that I had with Cristal because um, she's actually going back to school uh, to getting her doctor's degree um, in or PhD in sociology. And so, you know, I remember wanting to graduate in sociology or wanting to major in sociology and listening to people not to grad to major in sociology. And at that time, you feel like people have the best interest, you know, in you. And it was only because like, they didn't see the vision or they didn't understand it or for whatever reason I was told not to do it. And so I believe them. And so, um, in reading sociology books and taking sociology classes, I was like, damn, I really love this. I really love, you know, learning about, you know, the way people behave and, and the way that they perceive certain things in society in, in people in life. And so, um, again, all the episodes are very good, but I'm just kind of giving you kind of like a, a summary um, of each episode because each episode is very different from the next. So please, uh, you know, follow Latina Sociologists um, and li listen to episode 10 um, if you want to learn more about sociology. Because she says it best. I'm probably butch butchering it by all means, but she says it best. And then uh, episode 11 is with Helena Diaz, another homegirl. I mean, Talk about someone that like has experience in the hospitality industry, you know, made a career out of it and then decided, you know what, I just want to just, I no longer want to do this. I'm going to pivot and I want to go back to school and get my master's in education. And I want to teach in Spanish. And it was, you know, an experience that she had by doing, um, I don't know if it was like a, uh, she was like a substitute teacher or she had an opportunity to work out of school and then decided not really decided, but like, it really came to her to be like, wow, I really enjoy this. I really love this. Like, this is something that I can see myself doing long-term more than just a temporary gig. And so I appreciate her, her sharing her journey with us because we always have this idea of what we feel like we're going to do for the rest of our lives. Right. And we're kind of conformed to be like, well, what are you going to do when you get out of high school? Or what are you going to do when you get out of college? And what job are you going to have? And the moment that we change our minds, it's like, we have to explain things to people. And so she's a, just a prime example of like, I don't give a fuck. I, yes, I have experience in hospitality, but I'm going to pivot. I'm going to transition. And this is what I want to do. And if I have, you know, my husband on board and my family on board to support me, I'm going to do it. And if I don't have it, I'm still going to do it, you know? And so again, please listen to that episode because it's, it's, you know, you never know how you're going to be impacted by someone's journey. And I just, you know, appreciate Helena for sharing that, you know, journey with us because, you know, sometimes we feel like we have it all figured out and you, at one point in your life, you do, and then you'll literally have an epiphany and be like, yeah, I'm cool. I don't want to do this no more. And believe me, I've had several of those. And I've just given myself permission to really listen to myself, to my heart, my soul, my mind, when I'm starting to feel that way, when I started to question where I'm at in this particular moment in time is because it's, it's time for me to change, you know? So, um, that's a very, you know, a very good episode to listen to as well. Um, so, uh, that is the recap of season one. I hope you guys enjoyed, you know, uh, the, the podcast guests that I've had for season one. Um, and you know, without even knowing, you know, just kind of looking back of the podcast guests, I'm like, wow, what do the, all these amazing amigas have in common? And these are all successful individuals um, in their own way. You know, they followed their gut and just made adjustments along the way. 
and they didn't let certain challenges or obstacles define their future success. Uh, they learned from their experiences and just made hefa moves to not only be at the table, but to own the damn table. And that is definitely what I always preach all the time. You know, like, cool, I'm not invited to your table. Don't even trip. I don't even want to sit there because now I'm going to create my own table over here and you're going to want to sit with me. And I don't, maybe I don't want you to sit with me anymore, you know? And so sometimes when we look at those opportunities that we don't get because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, allow yourself um, compassion to like feel that emotion. Like, yeah, it sucks that I didn't get admitted into this program. It sucks that I was, I didn't get this job. It sucks that I didn't get, you know, you know, the salary amount that I wanted, literally whatever it is, allow yourself to feel that emotion and then move the fuck on. Seriously. Like don't own that particular moment in time. Allow yourself to feel the emotion, to think about it, and then to move on with what are the next moves I got to make to get to where I want to be, you know? So that's what every single person on this podcast has in common is they, they, they went through something and was like, you know what, I'm not going to let it, you know, define me. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to do it a different way. Maybe this way wasn't the right path for me. And eventually it would come, it will come. You just have to be patient for it because what will, what is meant for you is going to move mountains to get to you. And I know that I posted that particular quote on my Instagram, but I just love that quote so much because seriously, it's like, I remember, you know, uh, in middle school when I was playing softball, I remember telling my coach, you know, like, oh my God, I can't wait to have a boyfriend or I can't wait to find my husband. Like, I just can't wait to be like an adult. Right. And then he was like, why do you have to go look for him? Your soulmate, your husband is looking for you. And I'm like, damn, like that spoke deep to me. And I was in middle school. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like little puppy love crushes, you know what I'm saying? And he's talking about, don't even trip about that. You know, don't, yes. If you have a high school sweetheart, perfect. You know what I'm saying? But you'll know, you'll know when you'll know, but whatever journey that you're on is also looking for you. You know what I'm saying? So again, I just cannot stress it enough. Please don't stress off the small stuff. Don't stress about like, you didn't get this, you didn't get that. Don't own that shit. Just keep it moving. And the next move or the next opportunity, that's going to be the one for you. So again, I want to thank each and every one of my podcast guests for sharing their personal and academic journey with us. Um, I hope that their stories have helped you navigate higher education as a first-generation Latina, Latino, and Latinx student. So here is my personal reflection. What I want to take out of season one. To me, it's not about the number of likes, the number of views, the number of listeners, the number of followers, even though I was kind of juiced when I hit 10K, right? Um, it's about the impact of the story uh, that will have on someone like yourself who feels alone in this journey. I honestly wish I had known someone or even just like a sliver of the women that were on my podcast during my graduate program or in my undergrad or in community college or in high school, whatever journey that I met them through along the way. Um, I wish that I knew someone um, like them because I would have not felt al alone um, during my journey. And there were times when I did feel alone or I would like 
have a mentor or like they would go away or no longer kept in touch. And so I, I constantly felt like I was always searching. I was always searching for someone to lend me a hand to be like, here, Christina, I see you, I hear you. And, you know, here's what helped me along the way. But instead, I'm not going to lie. I got some haters. I got the, oh, well, it was hard for me. Like I had to do the same thing, you know, like you're going to have to navigate the same thing as me, you know, like good luck trying to figure that out. And I'm like, damn, okay, I guess this is the way that I have to do it then. So I felt like I constantly had like this grudge on my shoulders because I was just constantly like, like just telling people all of my struggles, all of my struggles, all of my struggles. And then that became like annoying to me. Like, why do I keep telling people like all of the difficulties that I've had with, when I have a lot of accomplishments? So I started changing my mindset um, on there. And again, reasons why I created Latinas with Masters. I don't want you to have that same experience. I don't want you to feel like that you're alone in this journey um, and feel like you have to do it alone or you have to do it the hard way. It's not supposed to be. If you haven't like figured this out, shit wasn't made, made for us, boo-boo. Like seriously, it wasn't. And I'm barely learning that now. Like I've experienced that and I just felt like, oh, well, fuck it. This is the way it is. No, it's like now I'm in a classroom or I'm, I'm talking, um, you know, in a discussion to be like, yeah, you know, the history of the United States of building schools. Yeah. It was to strip away your language. It was to strip away your culture. It was to strip away your identity. And I'm like, oh shit. Like I knew about it, but to the, what extent, not to the extent that I know today, like woke as fuck, let me tell you. So that's why I'm here to tell you shit that graduate school's not going to tell you what your professors may not tell you. Like, if you have a question, by all means, ask me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying I know the answers, but I will definitely find someone or I'll find a way to figure it out. Um, Cause I feel like we've been, that's been our, that's our characteristics. We don't give up. I don't give up. If you're not going to give up, I'm not going to give up on you. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's a little reflection part, but you know, despite of what I just mentioned, despite of the lack of sense of belonging that I felt, the uh, despite of the representation, the lack of representation of Latinas who, you know, um, were in my academic journey, I felt during my experience in graduate school, or again, despite what I felt during my experience in graduate school, I was still determined to get my degree and graduate. And another question I get asked a lot is, how do you do it? Like what motivated you in that space, you know, at that time? And honestly, like if I were to sit back and kind of think about like what was happening in my life during that time, or what was I thinking about is I would honestly picture myself walking on stage and seeing my parents and my husband and my kids in the audience. And I get teary eyed. Like I would literally be like in tears, just thinking about it as I'm like, you know, doing a math lecture, you know, like writing notes. And I'd just be thinking like, damn, dude, okay, May's coming up in two years, I'm going to graduate or next semester, I'm going to graduate or one more class, one more hour, one more test. Like, I just kept on like, just counting that down, you know? Um, and so, you know, it was just, I just felt the raw emotions in my body, you know, of just being the first Latina, being the first generation, being the middle child, being the mother, being the wife, you know, all of these roles, quote unquote, you know, um, that as women, we have to conform to, to fulfill. But at the end of it all, I am 
at the end of the day, I'm part of that 4% of Latinas of, um, you know, who have attained a master's degree and no one can take that shit away from me, you know, like, and, and I'm not saying that you have to have, you have to be married. You have to have kids. You have to do this, you know, like a lot of things you lose, unfortunately, like, to be honest with you, like prior to me being born, you know, my mom had a very difficult life, you know, like she lost a child before me, you know, she lost a, a spouse, which is my brother's, you know, father, you know, she went through a lot of trauma, you know, those are the things that you lose. And unfortunately you can't get back, but a degree is something that you'll always have, you know, you can switch jobs, you know, you can get a new car, you can buy new clothes. I know those are all material things, you know, but at the end of the day, the degree will always have your name on it. You will always have that experience. And so that is how I see value in what I'm investing in myself. It could be different for everyone. And rightfully so you have that opinion and you have a right to the way that you feel. Um, but I'm just reflecting on the way that I, the journey that I took, you know, um, in attaining my degree. Um, and so as you can see, you know, that vision didn't stop there. You know, I have an appetite for learning. I have an appetite of doing more. Um, and so now I'm working towards, uh, becoming a future doctora in education. And so here, so here's my advice to you. Um, if you want to pursue a degree, just do it. If you want to drop out because you don't like your program or your school, and you want to kind of like, you know, recharge and kind of reevaluate, you know, like rather you want to be in this program or you want to look for another program, do it. If you want to take a gap year, do it. I did it. I took several gaps, gap years. Um, if you want to go back to school and try it out again, um, do it. You know, like who says that you can't go back to school just because you haven't been in this space for five, 10, 15 years. It doesn't matter. Those credits are there waiting for you, girl. They're there. They're, they don't go away. They don't expire, you know? So believe me, it took me 10 years to get my bachelor's degree. I was transferring transcripts, like no one's business. Like it became, that became a job, you know? Um, where I was just transferring from like Skyline to City College, to University of Phoenix, to University of San Francisco, to Foothill College, to SF State, to Notre Dame, to now Mills College, you know? It's just part of nature now. All those credits are mine, right? And they they were credited towards a program. So, um, so that's why I'm saying, just go back to school, just do it. Who cares if you have another two years? Who cares if you have just one more class? Who cares? Like literally just do it for yourself. If that's something you really wanna do, just go back and do it. Um, but if you later decide that this path is not for you, if you're just like, you know what, I'm going back to school. I thought this is what I wanted. I tried it out and I'm not really feeling it. I'm a successful person without it. I have my own business or I'm successful in my career. That's okay too. I'm not saying that you have to have a degree. You know, what I'm saying is that if you later decide, or I guess what I want to say is, the purpose of this podcast and of Latinas with Masters is not to convince you that you need a master's degree. The purpose of this podcast is that if you do decide to pursue a master's degree, a college degree, a higher education, whatever it is, whatever degrees, it could be a certificate, girl, it could be your GED. Trust me, I got homegirls that are just like, 
I need to go get my GED. And I'm like, do it. Let's do it. And shout out to my girl, Atia. Um, shout out to my girl, Stacy. Like, you know, these are colleagues in my program that, you know, helped me. Cause I honestly was like, I don't even know what it is to go back to get a GED. Right. They helped me navigate that space or just like, oh yeah, you know, you go to this program, you go to this program because they do that for a living. They help individuals, you know, um, who want to go back to school. And there's all these programs that community colleges fund. So I was able to help a very good friend of mine go back and get her GED and she's currently doing it. So that's what I'm saying. Whatever journey that you're in, the purpose of this podcast is to let you know that it's not impossible for you to achieve it and that you have a whole gang of support if you do decide to go that route. And if you decide not to go that route, you have my support too. Like I said, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. You, I'm, you're, I'm not here to, for you to, you know, for me to give you my approval. I'm just here to be like, what you need, girl, let me know. I will find out for you. I will figure it out. I'll put you in contact with somebody. Let's do it. Let's create an awareness, anything like that. Like I'm, I'm trying to be the person that I wish I had when I was navigating the same journey as you. So that's why I'm just so like, that's why the tagline, the, you know, the message behind Latinas with Masters is that it's more than just a degree. It's a community beyond academia. And I'm here to remind you of your sense of belonging in higher education in case you forgot, or if you need somebody to remind you that you do belong in this space. And I'm going through my, I'm going through my own sense of belonging too. Trust me you know, and I've had situations where, you know, people try to call me out on shit. And I sometimes, you know, be like, oh man, you know, like maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. Maybe I shouldn't pursue this anymore. Don't get me wrong. I have imposter syndrome too. But then it's like, I remind myself like, fuck that. I belong here too. I'm paying tuition too, like you. I'm having to commute to school just like you too. I am having to leave my kids to go to class as well. Like, ain't, you know, no one's better than anybody else. And I'm not here saying that I'm better than anybody. By all means, I am not perfect. But I'll be damned if someone tells me what I need to do because I make them feel uncomfortable, you know? Because, because what I'm saying is it's, you know, because I'm calling them out for it, you know? And so I'm learning to, call that out. I'm learning to like name that to know what theory that is, you know, like, again, I've experienced this my whole life. I had no idea what it was called, you know, or what it was or what it is or why I was, you know, conforming to not being myself, you know, in all of these spaces, I had to code switch. I thought code switching was like, I was mastering that. Okay. I'm going to talk this way to this person and be this way to this person. And at the same time, I'm like, no, but I'm not, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be like that. That's not who I am. I'm not saying I'm going to be like, you know, be hella like raw or be like, you know, jumping down your throat. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, let me be me. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to feel like I have to change who I am because you feel uncomfortable with what I'm saying or the person that I am, or because I use my voice for things that are passionate to me, you know, that are very important to me. So that essentially is what I'm trying to tell you guys is that 
you know, it's all about empowerment. Um, it's all about inspiring, empowering, and educating our community to be, to show up as themselves in, to be authentic um, each and every day in all spaces, in the spaces that we live, work, or learn. So as you can see, like, I'm definitely like, it's very intentional what I'm saying, you guys, like, I'm not bullshitting here. Like I'm, you know, this is, this is who I am. And this is, you know, what I want, you know, um, to continue doing even after, you know, I graduate, this is the work that I'm doing. Um, and I'm starting now and I'm not letting anybody define me or tell me that I'm not doing it because I am, and I have receipts to show it. And even if I didn't have receipts to show it again, I don't need to ask anybody's permission. So if you sense my vibe here, I hope you guys are like the message is don't ask for permission. Don't ask to be like, Oh, should I go back to school? Can I go back to school? I went to my employer was like, I'm going back to school. I'm getting my doctorate degree. I hope that you can be supportive. If not, I understand. I might have to move on to find another space, you know? And I've learned to, to own that before I used to be like, Oh, you know, can I take this Tuesday class? Like I have to get off work at two because my class is at three and all this and all that. Like I was asking permission. And then after a while, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not asking for shit. This is what it is. This is what I'm doing. So either you're with me, either you're on my side supporting me or you on the other side against me, A or B, take your pick, seriously, you know? So you also have to know your value. You have to use your voice um, and you have to do it for yourself, you know? So with that being said, because this was like a reflection episode, but the, you know, I also kind of want to transition into like season two. So with that being said, you know, I have something new for season two. Now that I've kind of got like the vibe of podcasting and like themes and like listening to people's stories and like, okay, this is what, you know, you know, I need to talk more about. Um, here's, here's a, a few teasers, right? 20% of Latino men have college degrees compared to 44.3% of white men. Teaser number two, 4.5% of Latino men have a graduate degree compared to 12% or 12.5% of white men. Now, this information, this source is from the U.S. Uh, Census Bureau's 2018 American Community Survey, and it was surveyed across 50 states. So all 50 states are included um, in this survey. So did I give it away? Did you guys have an idea of like what the theme of season two is going to be? The new episode is going to go live tomorrow. I'm actually posting this today. Um, so you guys can have like a little bit of a reflection on what's coming up um, for season two. But let me give you some updates real quick. And I swear this is like the final thing. Uh, I actually want to know which episode was the most impactful for you or what episode got you thinking like, hmm, like, okay, all right, you know, like little gems in each episode. Okay, cool. Like I got the gifs of what graduate school is or I didn't get enough. I want more. Like I want to hear from you guys. Um, so I'm going to put a Instagram post on if you guys can share with me. And this is not like who's a better guest or, or you know, it, it's more about like what, whose story, you know, resonated with you, you know, like what information from a podcast was like, damn, that was it right there. I needed to hear that, you know, that's, that's 
along the lines of the information that I would love to hear from you guys. The second thing is, um, which I've actually posted already, and I got a lot of feedback, which is great, is um, what graduate school questions do you have? Rather, if you're in graduate school already, or you're looking into graduate school, um, or you're just, you know, in the discovery phase of graduate school, um, again, it doesn't really have to be graduate school. I just kind of use that as like the underlying theme. But again, you can literally ask any type of question in higher education. Um, you can respond to the Instagram post or fill out the Google form that I have on my Instagram um, link bio. Um, there is a Google form on there that says Latinas with Masters podcast Q&A. I think that's how I labeled it. Um, and uh, your questions are going to be answered in season two's episode. Um, full transparency, I already recorded a couple episodes, so it might have to be like in the beginning of the podcast that I will go ahead and answer those questions. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm going to do it live. I'm going to ask our podcast guests um, or I might do it as like a segment in itself. So still kind of, you know, again, trying to see where that fits, but I realized like, yeah, I want to hear questions from, from, you know, the audience, the followers, my amigos, you know, like amigas, I want to hear it from, from everyone. Um, so again, I want to give out one final shout out to all of my podcast guests um, who are featured on the Latinas with Masters podcast. I also want to thank you all um, for the love and support. Seriously, I cannot thank you enough uh, for welcoming, welcoming me into your space um, and I look forward to being part of your academic journey or any journey um, that, you know, that the podcast helps you um, fulfill in your life. And so um, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe to the Latinas with Masters podcast, um, you know, and uh, if you, um, you know, in the beginning of the podcast episodes, you know, that's actually my daughter, you know, uh, saying, you know, the intro of the Latinas with Masters podcast. You wanted to be part of it. Um, and so, you know, that that is something that's very personal to me. So I also want to thank you for welcoming my daughter and, you know, in, in your space as well. And so again, thank you everybody for listening. I hope that you find this final reflection episode and a recap of season one um, helpful uh, in your journey. And I look forward uh, to showcasing season two and I'll see see everybody on the next one. All right, you guys, peace out. Bye.